the workers beat. I'm Gene Lance. The beautiful red is here. Good morning. Good morning. That that announcement before we comes on we come on sounds so serious. It is. I think it's aimed right at us. Too. I think so. <laughs> The Worker's Beat is all about everything from the point of view of working families, and we like to start with things you can do. News you can do. Right now at 10 o'clock, the Alliance AFT, the Educators Union, is having a conversation with Senator Royce West at 10 o'clock at 334 Center in Oak Cliff. Also today, top Texas organizing project project will be hosting (laughs) a community forum in District 7. Contact Tempest McHenry. 214-704-8114. 214-704-8114. April the 24th at 10 o'clock. That's Monday. Early vote rally downtown. Early yes. voting begins. Contact Ernest. 214-826-6215. April the 24th, the Texas Federation of Teachers Retiree Lobby Day. People are going to Austin for that. Contact Judy at 214-729-0063. April the 25th is the last day to get in applications to vote by mail for the May 6th election. Of course, you could do it today. You don't have to wait till April 25th. April 28th at 3 p.m., the Steelworkers Local 895 will hold their LACOMA 25-year celebration. That has Minority Affairs is what the MA stands for. Okay, thank you. At 3626 Marvin D. Love Freeway, contact David at 214-643-0883. April the 29th at 11 o'clock, the Freedom Road Socialists is sponsoring a coalition for a May Day picnic at Lake Cliff Park, 1200 North Zang in Oak Cliff. That's right down the street from your house. Late April, uh, Texas Legislative Budget Night. May the 1st is International Workers' Day. I'm planning some kind of secret picketing plan. Uh, Contact me, genelance.org. Uh, May the 2nd, early voting ends. May the 3rd, 12.30 p.m., Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets. I think it's going to be a picnic in Kid Springs Park. Cool. You can call us at 972-647-1893 if you know about something in the community that needs to be announced. Bonnie, what's up with you? Well, I really hope everybody comes out to the early vote rally on Monday uh, and bring your ID and stuff because you can walk across the street and vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the George Allen uh, Courthouse, uh, but you don't have, Don't worry, we got signs. Wear your wear your something colorful. If you're a union mm-hmm. person, wear your union shirt. Uh, Tara's going to be there. Uh, I know that CWA is going to be there. Uh, we put the word out, uh, so we'll see. I hope a lot of people show up. I think it's going to be fun. And I hope the media, for once, covers it because oh, they be haven't so lately. Oh, that nice. And uh, the us. thing is, we just want people to vote. Yes. Uh, democracy is hanging by a very a thin, thin thread thin. in America thin. right now. So please get out and vote. 972-647-1893. A Gallup poll last month found that 49% of Americans see themselves as political independent. The same as the two. If you took all of the Democrats and all the Republicans together and added them, mm-hmm. you get the same number. Mm. So half of the American people say they're political independent. The other half are divided among the Democrats and Republicans. What do you think? 972-647-1893. The last elections since 2004, except for 2012, there has been a flip of either the White House or the Senate or the House or more than one of them. So the thing is that people are voting, the way people are voting, it sounds like they're just throwing the bums out. You know, every time they just vote against instead of for something. So that's an interesting thing to look at. The Alliance AFT educators have endorsed Joyce Foreman for school board. Excellent. That's one that we hadn't announced before because we announced that the uh, AFL-CIO had uh, made their endorsements for the city council, and that's on the Dallas AFL-CIO website. I noticed in the last hour, uh, the previous program, they talked about the elections that are coming up, which suits me just fine because... Uh, the more interest there is and the more people are going to turn out. That's right. That's exactly right. And you guys, we cannot, the the historical and the projected turnout uh, is 9%. Mm. 9% of the people in this city 
are going to make the decision for the rest of us unless you get out and make your voice heard. Unless a lot of people do. That's right. And don't you dare tell me your vote doesn't count. Because in these municipal races, and I heard Reverend Wright say it earlier this morning, these municipal races, your vote counts more than ever because there's so few people voting. This is a nonpartisan race. Mm -hmm. That's the upside of a low turnout. If there's a low turnout, then your vote is going to count a lot more. That's right. Than 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 before. But I mean, that's that's terrible. Nine percent <laughs> of the people in the city will make the decision for the rest of us. I've Actually, already, I've already decided. Everybody. Right, you've already done yours. Because I voted already. Yeah, you I voted already. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's t- we just we got to do this. We got to be better. We have to be better. We cannot change anything without your vote. Period. And I don't care how you vote. Just get up off your butt and vote. That's Nine, it. 972-647-1893. If you have an opinion, we, you're happy to hear it on KNON. The station loves it when you call. And if you don't call, you're going to hear my opinions and Bonnie's opinions. And we have a pocket. <laughs> we have lots. we got pockets full yes, of, we of do. opinions. Things that we would like to say. Bags say. and bags full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Senator Bernie Sanders clocked in with the highest favorability rating among a list of 23 potential presidential contenders for 2024, according to a new USA Today Ipsos poll. He's still running. He only got 46%. 46% of respondents said they had at least a somewhat favorable view towards Sanders, while 41% said they had an unfavorable opinion. What? He's not running. <laughs> He's not running. Well, I saw another one that said that Biden had a 49% approval rating now. They're all trying to get up to 50, but the unions have over 70% approval. So that's why I think the union's strength could be a lot stronger if we were just able to mobilize the support that we have because we have more, we have better approval ratings than anybody that's right uh and one thing we could do is start to wear red every thursday every thursday everybody wear red it will be the best ever i took a picture of bonnie last thursday you did you put, put it, it in the paper oh and, my god and i put it on i put it on the website for dallas flco and i put it out on a on an e-blast but the point is that she wears red every Thursday. Every Thursday. And what is the what is the background? Wait, wait, wait. Better and, take this call first. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Good morning, Gene Bonnie. Good morning. Yeah, you know, you were talking about the importance of voting. Yes. And people in America take for granted uh, the, the right to vote. Yep. But mm-hmm. if you look at the news, uh, Communist countries don't allow people to vote when it's a uh, election where you can actually see where the votes were, were counted. They're, they're, they're gerrymandered. They're manipulated. That's why Putin was able to be in office for... That's why he's still... <laughs> they, they do have elections in Cuba. People saying they want him out in China. Uh, uh-huh. Xi Jinping... Uh, once he gets in, he's in. Yeah, he changed the Constitution where he can stay right. there forever. Other <laughs> in South America, these they had a problem getting Bolsonaro out. He it, it, it was, you know, there was all kind of shenanigans with that vote. Yeah. But people in America are apathetic. They don't care about mm-hmm. voting. But they, but when something happens, the street doesn't get paved, or this president that they didn't vote. <laughs> against starts a war and their son has to go over there they then they complain yeah, and yeah but so, and what's the reason what do you think is the reason people in america are so uh, so bad about voting well some of them have actually been brainwashed into thinking that their vote doesn't count like yeah. like bonnie said there you go mm-hmm. they actually some of, them don't, some of them don't believe that their vote counts That's I right. see. some of them uh how can i say it they don't understand the importance of the vote. They have no sense of history, or is that what you're saying? Right. They don't have. They mm-hmm. don't understand what it took for them to be able to vote, mm-hmm. and they don't understand how important voting in local elections mm-hmm. is. They don't know how many people got their heads beat in. 
mm. for the right to vote. Man. Right. So that was still and, going and, on when I was young. Wow. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the, the local uh, politics is as important as the national politics or mm-hmm. the state politics. Yeah, the president doesn't fill a pothole in your neighborhood. No. Or no. or fix a water leak uh, in the in the street. The president doesn't have anything to do with that. That's your city council person. Uh, right. So I mean, that's why it's important that you get out and vote. And I see what the Republicans are doing. I, I, you know, here in the city, they're not they're not fooling anybody by what they're doing. They're putting up the 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 candidate that they think is the worst of the the however many on the ballot and saying that's who you should vote for. So, you know, I'm sorry, they don't live here? Is that what the deal is? They don't live in the city too? Do they just vote here and don't live here? What's up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Clearly, okay. clearly there are some people who don't want us to vote, aren't there? Because oh. they're in the Texas well, legislature. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly in the Texas legislature where they have that supermajority. Oh, have you heard the latest, what they'd like to do? They'd like to make it where uh, countywide voting will not be available on Election Day. That's Mm -hmm. what they'd like to do. No more countywide voting. Only on Election Day. You can vote early anywhere in the county, but they want to change it where on Election Day you can only vote in your specific vote center. Uh Uh-huh. What, Just to what, make it a little harder. What they, what they do is they all they they, they I guess they have consultants <laughs> that come up with strategies to try to uh, gerrymander the vote. Mm-hmm. Oh well, they've done a fine job of that. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> They've just it's they've gerrymandered right. the entire communities out right. of out of districts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the strategy that they use to try to maintain power. Dividing. Right. They're not, concerned, div- right. That's They're not right. concerned about the welfare of the public. Uh-uh. They're concerned about maintaining power so where they can control people's lives yep. the way mm-hmm. they want. Maintaining to. their power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maintaining mm-hmm. their power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not good for you if you're not part of their group. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> There's a. I got a long list today uh, by email from uh, uh, a guy that, uh, that keeps track of AF. Uh, keeps track of the legislature. There's a long list of voter suppression bills oh, that are probably going to pass in the Texas legislature right now. Well, we are fighting. I, I want you to know the Texas uh, AFL-CIO. Uh, is down there fighting like crazy to make sure that this crap doesn't get passed. You're trying to keep it from getting passed. Trying to, I mean, it's really, it's rough working down at the legislature when you're in the minority, okay? They, they it wanna, is really hard. Here's part of the list. They want to purge everybody who hasn't voted in 24 months. That's right. They That's want right. to increase criminal penalties for so-called voter fraud, create a state-run enforcement squad, police elections... To police elections, they want election police. End vote by mail for seniors and end countywide voting locations on election day. There you go. There you go. There you go. (laughs) The Tarrant County top election official has resigned. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what kind of pressures were put on Hyder Garcia, but somehow or another, she she resigned just because of the pressures. And uh, it's just getting worse. Meantime, the big money is moving to take over everything. Donald Trump has already raised $34 million so far this year, and it's not the election year yet. So uh, Trump is way ahead of DeSantis in the polls, by the way. DeSantis. Is it DeSantis? Death Santis. Death Santis. I heard him called DeSatanist. <laughs> I heard uh, Donald, the, the big orange thing, calls him the sanctimonious, which I think the sanctimonious. Is, yeah, that's pretty funny coming from him. That's really funny. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting that that Americans tend to not vote, and uh, I don't blame people. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what it is that's keeping them from voting, and frankly, I think what it is is uh, the feeling that somebody else is running things because they are. <laughs> And, because and, we've allowed it to happen. 
Somebody else is running. Somebody things. else is running things. That's why you have to vote. Vote. I got a sign, of many one of many signs on the back of my car. If the ninety nine percent vote, the one percent will not matter. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Right. Right. So how do we get that that ninety nine percent to come out and go to the polls? That's what I need to know. How do we do that? What do we say? What do we do? I don't know. I'm out of ideas. Well, that's that. That's, that you 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 have the perfect platform to put that question out there. So maybe somebody will call in and with then. the answer from your lips to God's ears, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that hard to vote. So no, far. it's you, not. You can vote on uh, April 24th, and I think it goes all the way up to May 2nd. May 2nd. So that means we're going to have a Sunday in there. Uh, souls to the polls. Uh, let's you know, reach out to your to your pastor mm-hmm. and talk about taking the after church on Sun next Sunday. Take everybody to the polls to vote. What if you're not just not sure who to vote for? Well, you Is, can. You think that's the problem? Uh, you know, I don't know if that's the problem or not. There's so many things out there with recommendations and and information. The League of Women Voters has information about every single candidate. Mm-hmm. And uh, go make, on there. Make, make your decision. own decision. I go. think you should vote anyway. I think you vote, should vote anyway, even if you just have to guess. Because the ugly, mean people, the ugly, mean, rich people are watching to see if you're going to do anything. Yep. And if they don't think you'll do anything, then that means that they can make a, make a move on you. They're going to keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're destroying us. So you, you are defending yourself and your rights when you go down and vote. So, so that's something. And it only takes a minute. Yeah, it, it won't take our, long. Is it time for our break, Pierre? Hey, thank you so much, Leon. Have a great weekend, okay? Be right back. We're back on the workers' speak. 972-647-1893. Bonnie Mathias is listening. Somebody is calling right now. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just want to uh, make a comment that, you know, I grew up, if you didn't vote, you don't have a voice or an opinion. Amen. So, that's right. So if you don't if you don't vote, you can't complain, right? Right, you can't complain. Mm-hmm. That's all. Thank you, thank well, you so much. And that's that's what do you mean? That's all. That's a great. I deal. mean, that's it. That's the way. I mean, that's the way everybody should think. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother, I went with her when I was little. I remember walking to the polls with my grandma, mm-hmm. and I would stand. She would make us go sit, you know, make me sit down by the door, and she would go in the booth and close the curtain and take care of her business, and okay, now you remember, you have to do that every time. I loved Election Day when I was little, because they closed the school right there. (laughs) I went to a one-room schoolhouse, and uh, it was the only public building for like 10 miles around, and so they closed the school so they could vote. Good morning, thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Hello. Good morning. Hi. Hello? Hello, yeah, you're, you're on home. the air. Maybe, okay. Maybe he forgot what he's going to say. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> he's gone. Let's Good try Good morning, again. thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Hello? You're on the air. Uh, it was an accident. My phone recalled you, but I was just thinking, too. I called the Reverend Bonestro before y'all, uh-huh. and I asked him about uh, child support. I mean, uh, he he the the guest speaker he said something about because of child support, uh, women are desegregated or segregated. We're just we've gotten it wrong bringing up the kids, the family. Amen. Do you know what? Okay. I- yeah, that's a separation thing, in my opinion. That's what they trying to separate people. You know, uh, I, wait, I, my radio must be. Is what for black people trying to separate people by saying oh, that? Separate. Yeah, and that's that's not what it was for, was it? No, I, mean, I don't for, think so. No, that's not what it's for. I mean, 
Because my cousin, my cousin paid child support. I love the way he paid child support. See? The mama don't have to ask for nothing. Right. She more. But I mean, I'm saying it's a stigma. It can create a stigma. Yes. But it's not what it was for. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, right. the woman shouldn't even have to walk into an office and say, well, I don't have, we separated and I need some help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, did you know the second one? Because this, I, when I was raised, we didn't get any support. I didn't get no support. My father was not in the house. Mm. But he was around. Right. I but, mean, you don't, we're not asking for the government to go in and bang on their head, do this and do that, because that wouldn't be responsible. Right. But without it, what would we be like without it? Yeah. I understand he said we, we got our butt whipped by the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am, I remember that very well. And by the time you got home, the neighbor had already called your house to let who your grandma or your mom or dad know what just happened. Okay. So you're probably going to get in trouble again. <laughs> we're, we're for child support. We gotta we gotta move on. We got people waiting. Thank you so much for Alrighty, calling back. Okay. Bye bye. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Yes. Uh, Jane and Bernie. Yes. Hi. I'm sitting here reading the Constitution. This is Imani reading the Constitution of the United States, mm-hmm. which everybody reads. I only need five thousand dollars. I can run for president. I've been here thirty-five years, and I've been uh, fourteen years, and I'm thirty-five years old. But I don't think they'll accept me in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't have enough money to even go to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Well, Iowa's not the first not the first place that's going to have. Uh, uh, a primary anymore anyway. It's going to be in South Carolina. <laughs> they changed yeah. it. They changed it. The Democratic Party said, huh, we're tired of the white people in Iowa making decisions for the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. We're taking it someplace that's that's looks more like the rest of America than Iowa does. Mm-hmm. No offense yeah. to the folks in Iowa, but think, you're all white. I think you could win. <laughs> I think you could win for president. If you had the $34 million that well, President Trump has already raised. There is that part. <laughs> well, I found out something. I don't, even though I have all these good records, I can't run because I don't have enough money because Washington, D.C. is ran by money. That's, so, and that's wrong. And do you think that's why people don't vote? Because they feel like the big money is going to run everything anyway? Yes, uh-huh. a lot of us would run. I would love to run, but I don't like. I say I don't have them, but I'm just a poor black man, from you know, war man. But I'm getting into war. But I, I, I never will have a chance in this country because I never will. Uh, the, 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 it's all about the money, mm-hmm. and if you don't have no money, you can't. You, you don't have no power in this country, and that's one reason we're losing our democracy because it was all about the money. That's, that's why you have to vote. Okay. So it's no longer about the money. Okay. Okay? All right. Thanks for calling you, Monty. 972-647-1893. I think that, that he's put his finger on it. Yeah. I think people don't vote because they think the big money is running everything. And I think that is a problem. It is. But voting is like minimal. It's <laughs> the first thing you got to do. And I'm going to ask you to do a bunch of other stuff. You keep listening. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, it's a song that I think it, I don't know if it was a temptation or the, the world is just in a big ball of confusion. Oh, yes. And, and it just keeps, each day that we wake up, it's another confusion. It just seems like everything is just out of hand. We have, uh, uh, we, we've done so many things. We go back to, uh, time change and and now I think we have kids that's having to wake up earlier and they say for everyone sleep and rest is good but uh, we we affect our kids as much as we think that we don't uh-huh. and I believe uh, jobs are killing more workers especially elders uh, it's just hard to choose Everyone, and we know that we must must vote or should. I'm not gonna say must. We should. Mm-hmm. Uh, our times we're living in now is just so wicked. Mm-hmm. Everyone really is looking for a platform. 
and they they won't stir. And they and they're not finding it, are they? They're looking for a yeah. program, and they're not finding it. That's right. See, that, I do a I do a podcast every week, and that was the theme of my podcast. In fact, it's been the theme of a lot of my podcasts is that people have not found a program that they feel will lead to their to their empowerment. I I look for uh, I'm at an age in, in a time to where I, I would like to retire, but if I retire, how am I gonna uh, be able to make it then? Mm-hmm. We're not looking. We're not looking at the essential things of people's lives. We only care about their lives, their mm-hmm. policy. Okay. So I'm gonna let someone else on. Thank you. Those are wise words. Very wise words. Absolutely. Thank you so much. 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. I try to get everybody to wear red on Thursday. Yep. I'm trying to get everybody to join me in picketing on May the 1st. We're going to try something entirely different, entirely new. I got some good news this past week, which is that Rosie Kurtz, from the young active labor leaders mm-hmm. is going to take over the the route. She's going to find oh. the secret route. Oh. And Stu Becker, Stu Becker, who is also a teacher, uh-huh. he's going to run the telephone part of it. Oh, which, cool! Which I couldn't do. I well, thought, I thought of the whole idea. I but know, then, but then we I need couldn't. help. We have to have our younger peoples to help us. It, it turns out that, <laughs> that the younger generation really is the activist generation. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I got a question that who has the most power, a president or a judge? A president or a what? Judge. Do you get it, Bonnie? A judge? I don't, I don't know who has... I, I mean... mean <laughs> it, are you talking about Clarence Thomas? I saw I saw a cute cartoon. You know, like everything Biden goes to, a judge can overrule it. Well, I think I think the president has quite a bit of power. Mr. Biden's done a whole bunch of good things for working people since he's been president, and some of them judges have done some terrible things for working people or against working people. Yeah, but everything he put forward, the judge overruled it. Well, it, uh, the judge hasn't hasn't overruled. Uh, I mean, the Supreme Court just just ruled uh, to keep mefepristone available around mm-hmm. the country, which overruled the the crazy judge in Amarillo, uh, and that was that was taken to the Supreme Court by the Biden administration to stop them from uh, uh, no longer allowing that particular drug to be sold. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Appreciate your call. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Anybody waiting, Pierre? Okay. Well, I was going to say that uh, my idea is for everybody to organize around the uh, unions. Yep. I think the unions are on a good track. I don't think they're revolutionaries by any means. Not yet. But I do think that they are. A representing of the working families. And I think if you get with working families and support working families all the way through, that you'll do, that you'll uh, be going in the right direction. Right now, 155,000 Canadian public service workers are on strike. Whoa! I tried to write to them and ask them how we could help them. Wow. They didn't publish their, they didn't publish their contact information. An overwhelming majority of IUE CWA members at General Electric voted to ratify a two-year extension of their national collective bargaining agreement with the company. Under this extension, the workers secured a 12% general wage increase and successorship language. Excellent. Is somebody on the line? Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. You on the air? Hello. Is that the same guy? Are you there? (laughs) Hello. Guy calls and then he doesn't speak. I don't know. You got to talk when you. you That's fine with me because I wanted to explain what a successorship language is. Hello. Is he there? Hello, this is Elva. I don't know if you can hear me. Okay. Yes, we can can now. Yes. Okay. I was calling to. 
share something that I was just made aware of by watching a documentary called A Decent Home that is available on YouTube for free. The full documentary is. And it's about the last bastion of affordable housing uh, is sometimes mobile homes. And investors are going across the United States and buying up all these mobile home parks and then jacking up the rents to an mm-hmm. unsustainable uh, rate so that people are evicted or they can't afford it and they just have to leave their mobile home behind because while mobile homes are called mobile, they're really not mobile. Right. It costs fifteen to $25,000 to move one. And if it's an older model... They don't even qualify to be moved. And they have to rent the lot. Everybody doesn't realize you have to rent the lot that it's sitting on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So investor seminars are going on across the nation encouraging, you know, investors uh, and, and equity firms to buy up mobile home parks because they are so cheap to own because you don't have to maintain the homes like you do on an apartment building. Right. You're just maintaining the ground. And so I, uh, the cities have uh, received a bunch of money from the ARPA fund, the American Rescue Plan Act. Uh-huh. Like I live in Arlington. Arlington has received four and a half million dollars of, of ARPA funds to uh, help people avoid homelessness. So it's for those that are homeless or those that are at risk. And I would like to see Arlington, and and I'm sure Dallas and Fort Worth received more ARPA funds than Arlington did. Anyway, I'd like to see them use some of those funds to make it possible for um, resident-owned communities. For for low-cost housing. Yeah, to buy uh-huh. the mobile home park and then be in control of when the rents are raised. And, and right, right. There's a gigantic crisis in low-cost housing. Awful. It's exactly. horrible. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> I, I told this story. I have, uh, there was a vacant lot across the, the street from us. And maybe three months ago, these guys bought this lot and there's a house with a lawn and a tree and a for sale sign. Three months, okay? There's a home builder down the street, less than a quarter of a mile from where this house is, who's been trying to build 22 homes on this huge lot for three years. Mm -hmm. This poor guy, he can't catch a break. And he, get funding. he well, he got the funding, but then the city is, is dragging their feet with the permitting process, and so he he gets they work like heck about get you know they get a bunch of stuff done. Well, then they have to sit and wait for the inspectors to come out and pass that part so they can do the next part. Mm-hmm. Now, these homes were supposed to start at two hundred thousand dollars. I'm betting when they're done, they're not going to be anywhere close to that. I bet it'll be six hundred. And that's insane. Mm-hmm. You got any yeah. more, sister? You want to say any more? Well, I don't know if it's kosher, but I'm I'm looking for people who have direct experience with mobile homes rents being, you know, the lot rents being jacked up, so mm-hmm. that I can advocate more. You want you want to put out a phone number or something? Yeah. Do you mind? No. I, go ahead. Elvaroy at gmail dot com. And, you know, I would recommend reaching out to Mark Melton. Okay. He is, he's with, uh, you can Google him. Uh, he's, he helps people stay in their apartments. He does a lot of stuff with eviction and so forth. You, you help, you help a lot of seniors too, don't you? That's correct. I run the Ambassadors for Aging Well, mm-hmm. and I chair the Arlington Mayor's Advisory Council for Older Adults. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's excellent, excellent. And yeah. seniors are having trouble getting, uh, staying in their homes too. Yeah. I'll bet. That's correct. It is true. A lot of people are looking to move from their big house into something smaller, but they, there's that middle, that middle class is missing. Right. Yeah. There's and yeah. people can contact yeah. you at Elva Roy. That's E L V A R O W. 
R-O-Y. E-L-V-A-R-O-Y at gmail.com. Okay, appreciate yeah. your call. We Thank gotta, you so very much. We, we really appreciate it. We have to be out. We'll take a break. We'll be out back. Blue Monday. Oh, hey, Blue Monday. Got to work like a slave all day. That reminds me, Bob. It comes Tuesday. There will be a talent show Oh yeah. May the 13th. At the uh, APWU Hall 2010 Postal Way. And we're going to do a talent show. Yes, we're not entering, just so y'all know. We're not. <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want to make everybody else feel bad, right? The, you know. At the so. Central Labor Council. At the Central Labor Council, I uh, I challenged everybody to to, <laughs> to join the talent show, and I told them, you know, if me and Bonnie join, you you'll have really that's stiff it, competition. It. It'll all be over. You won't get anything. Yep. Well, that's there will right. be a talent show with a big cash prize. And it's uh, May the 13th, 1 o'clock, at uh, 2010 Postal Way. And I just dare you to come. Because <laughs> if me and Bonnie sing, you will just have, well, you'll, you'll, well, you'll probably, win in a walk, won't you? They'll, they'll, they'll probably call the ambulance. They'll think somebody's dying or something. For There's somebody out here hollering, call the ambulance. For information, call Lou Luckhart, 214-826-4808. That's going to be the International Workers' Day celebration for the Dallas AFL-CO. They didn't want to do it until after the election. Yeah. So the election, they're going to celebrate May the 1st, but it's going to be on May the 13th. Yeah. That's a Saturday. And it'll be at the APWU Hall, 2010 Postal Way. That's going to be really fun. That's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. You can, rent, you can get a table and put out your, your own uh, information at, for 100 bucks. Uh, it's because it's a fundraiser for the AFLCO. That's right. And uh, I know that we're going to get a table. I'm with the the uh, Alliance for Retired Americans. Okay. So we'll be putting out information uh, for seniors and uh, other groups, various unions and other organizations will be buying a table so that they can put out their own information and celebrate International Workers' Day. And then right in the middle of all this, the steel workers are going to hold their talent show. And uh, I tried to get a trio together from my retiree group and my union. We were going to sing Searching. Yeah. You remember Searching from yeah. 1956? It's my favorite It's my favorite song from from those days. No takers? Uh, no, we, we have a trio. Oh. I just don't know if they'll all show up. Oh. Oh, so oh. it could be, it could end up being a duo or. But I'm pretty sure I've got Johnny uh, Durham is going to sing uh, right. uh, gospel songs. Uh, cool. And she'll be hard to beat. Yeah. She'll be hard to beat. But I got a, there's a secret entry that I'm also working on. Uh oh. This one's going to scare you pretty bad, but A ringer. Joe Montemayor. Uh uh. Is thinking about entering his daughter. <gasps> if he, if she comes on, no matter what she does, party's over. She's going to be really hard to beat because yeah. she's just cute and she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I might add. She's about ten, isn't she? Eleven. I think she's like almost a teenager. Is she almost I a teenager so. now? It's really scary. They grow up so fast. I know it's crazy. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You don't have to listen to me and Bonnie and our opinions, but you can if you want to. I wanted to explain what successorship language is because oh, that's yes. what this this union got in their in their uh, contract settlement, and a lot of people don't know what that is. It means that if somebody else buys the company you work for, they have to take the union with it. And that is so important. I have been involved uh, in a successor. Uh, clause uh, when Southwestern Bell Yellow Pages, well, it was then AT&T, uh, Yellow Pages were sold to YP Inc. Mm-hmm. or YP LLC. There we had, we have or had, I'm sorry, had a successor clause mm-hmm. in our contract. So bosses, nothing changed. Bosses don't like it. No, they didn't like it. In they fact, wanna, they tried they to They want to buy the company and say, well, you, you workers, you used to work for that company and yeah. you had a union, but now we're a new company, so there's no union. Well, and now there's no company. But if you have a, <laughs> but if you have a successor clause, then you can, uh, then you, the union goes right on. Yeah, you have a lot better, a uh, lot better, stand a lot better chance of actually 
actually be staying employed and with, companies with the are, benefits. Companies are selling each other and buying and selling. It's, a lot of it's just plain trickery. Like, what is that pharmaceutical company that got hit with a gigantic lawsuit? And the first thing they did was spin off part of their part of their. Yeah, uh, they they tried. That was the uh, opioid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they tried to spin off and and say, "Oh no, that's this company over here. We didn't do that. Yeah, We're over here." And, then, and the and bankruptcy court said, "Eh, uh-uh, not happening." They, they said all that other company is they're the ones that are guilty and they don't and they don't have any money <laughs> that's right that's right and the, i loved it the bankruptcy judge says oh no 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 that's it's well you know alex jones the crazy right-wing talk show host that got hit with a multi-billion dollar settlement uh against it because he lied and said told people that sandy hook was fake and blah 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 mm-hmm. uh anyway he he got hit pretty hard with a huge yeah. huge settlement and he tried the same thing oh no i'm i'm a company you can't do that it's a company you know and the bankruptcy yeah. judge again came in and said no nope, pay can't, up you can't get away with it that's well, right if if they couldn't get away with it they wouldn't be trying it so the company's the companies will try to do anything to get out of paying for their own responsibilities. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I want to say something nice about Ben and Jerry's ice cream store. Yay! Because they are allowing the workers to organize. Absolutely. And workers United is stepping right up there, Yay. and they're going to they're going to organize the workers at Ben and Jerry's. That makes me happy. And I think people like that ice cream anyway. Oh man, that is the best ice cream. Is it? Cherry Garcia is one of my favorites. They have a slogan, something like peace, goodness, and ice cream. Yes. Or something like yes. that. Yes. Cherry Garcia is named after Jerry Garcia from mm-hmm. the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. And it is probably the best ice cream ever. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now when you buy it, you're going to have it served to you by a union worker. That's so cool. Or you could buy it in the grocery store, too, because, you know, that way you're supporting the company who's supporting union labor. And if you go to Kroger's, you'll be you'll be uh, uh, going to a union-organized grocery store. That's too. right. And I'm a little upset with Kroger. I'm not sure what their deal is. But now they've decided once again to put their plans for building a, a store south of Interstate 30 on hold. Oh, no. So, you know, you keep doing this. The food desert. Keep, the, yeah. And they keep, oh, we're going to build this. We're going to have this, this, and this. And then everything gets close and close and close and goes, oh, no, we're not going to do that. We well, changed that, our mind. And they always want the city to give them a bunch of tax breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, TV and film writers in Los Angeles have voted for strike authorization, and they voted by 98%. In other words, Man. they better get a good contract or they're going. And that contract will expire on May the 1st, Ooh. International Ooh. Workers' Day. Ooh. So look out on May the 1st. Texas state employees have not received an across-the-board pay raise since 2013. Ten years. And are among the lowest paid government workers in the United States. And they wonder why we have problems with CPS, Mm -hmm. Child Protective Services. Gee, I don't know. Understaffed, underpaid. uh, What could go wrong? Can't even get What could possibly go wrong? Mm -hmm. Employees at the Environmental Nonprofit Advocacy Organization, Texas Campaign for the Environment, one voluntary union recognition for their union with the communication workers. I'm getting all this from the CWA newsletter. Yeah, it comes out every week. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the Teamsters expect to have a a heck of a time trying to get the UPS contract, and I think that comes up July 31st. I was going to say, that's coming up pretty soon. It will be at the same time that the Texas AFL-CIO is getting ready for its convention, which starts August the first. Yes. August the first is also the anniversary of the of the lynching of Frank Little, who's Aww. my favorite union character from from history. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We're not out of time yet. No, nope, we're not. A whole bunch of things nope. going on in the in, in the international news, which I love getting out because I have found that nobody else has international news that means anything. They're all getting it from the State Department, and they lie. Yeah, I'd rather go to the source, like Telesur or Sky, which is the British 
Or the BBC. Or the BBC. Uh-huh. I, I, I actually prefer Sky over the BBC. Uh, I don't blame you. Here's what happened. <laughs> this is this is kind of world-shaking. Lula, who is the president of Brazil now, uh-huh. he went to China and he praised the New Development Bank, which is being created for the BRIC company, countries. BRIC is B-R-I-C. Uh-huh. That's Brazil, Russia, India and China, some of the biggest economies, uh, India and China are some of the biggest economies in the world. Well, that makes me a little nervous. And How here's about you? What, here's what Lula said, quote, the bank frees emergency emerging countries from submission to traditional financial institutions <laughs> which want to govern us. In other words, the United States. Yeah, because you guys are trying to tell us that we're spending our money different uh-huh. and we're not having it. Lula said, quote, who decided that the dollar was the currency after the disappearance of the gold backing? So he says, he's actually saying that they should start a different world currency instead of the United States dollar. Because see, the United States dollar is the reason that the United States can keep borrowing like it does. Because yeah. everybody has to have dollars. That's so right. they will borrow from the United States and and it goes up to 18 trillion, 19 trillion. And, uh, and nobody cares. Because they can always borrow more because uh, all the other countries have to have dollars. And Lula spoke the unmentionable and said, maybe we don't have to have dollars. That would be something. That would be, oh, that'd be something, all right. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of, Chiefs of Staff is quoted as worrying about having enough weapons to send to Ukraine, quote, and other contingencies, end quote, such as war with China. Is that what we're predicting now? I got this in the Washington Post, and the uh, the question they raised with their headline, this was the main headline, I think it was uh, Thursday, quote, is the United States waging a proxy war against Russia, end quote, and I answered, of course they are, they have been all along, that's what's happening, and it's the oil companies uh, that are benefiting the people of Russia and the people of Ukraine, they get to do all the dying yeah. Uh, the uh, the military companies get to make all the money, and the oil companies get to take over all the markets. That's I, what's I happening. See, this is just wrong, wrong, wrong. The G7 Western powers plus Japan had a meeting, and they called for unity against China because French President Emmanuel Macron recently went to Beijing, after which he suggested that Europe needed to avoid getting dragged into a confrontation between China and the United States. So, Is he our friend or what? He, well, everybody, everybody <laughs> is not just bowing down to the United States like they have ever since World War II. Right. And uh, it's going to shake the world. It could, it could shake the world tremendously. What's really going to shake the world is the Republicans, if they don't, if they don't uh, raise the debt ceiling uh, before July. That's going to make, that's going to do a little more than shake the world. It's gonna, that's going to shake up everything, everybody. Y'all, it is absolutely ludicrous mm-hmm. for them to do something along. It's irresponsible, uh, immoral. Of course, that doesn't mean anything to Republicans. But I heard a U.S. congressman recently say, not only are they, are they likely to do it, they will probably do it. So he said, look out. 972-647-1893. I'm, I'm harping on international stuff. Canada says it cannot afford all the military spending demanded by NATO. And this was, this was in those leaks there's a bunch of leaks that were put up. They call them the Discord leaks because they were leaked on Discord, which is a platform for gamers. But anyway, they, they leaked a bunch of stuff. Well, no, among other things, we found out that the United States has been spying on the Secretary General of the United Nations. That was one of the leaks yeah, that came in. There's been all kinds of them. Yes, this, uh, and the young man who did this, uh, he did this. To impress his gaming friends. Yeah. 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 
Isn't that, that, that that's why he leaked? He was not a, really a spy. No, not a spy at all. He's a 21 year old National Guardsman for some ungodly reason with access to this information. And he just uh, and he's like, oh, well, look what look what I got, guys! Isn't this cool? Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. But we're about to run out of time. As the 2024 election approaches, the threat of political violence and civil breakdown is only going to increase. That's encouraging. I got that from Politico. <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious that Trump is going to get the nomination for a Republican Party. Unless and he's it in is person. also pretty obvious, since he can only get a 30% approval rating, it's also pretty obvious that he's going to lose. Yes. And knowing what he's done in the past, it is also pretty obvious that he's going to call for violence yep. at the end. When he, when he loses... Yep. He's going to call for violence in the United States. And that's what I think people are starting to anticipate. It's clear that he's going to get the Republican nomination. It's clear that he's going to lose. And it's clear that he's going to call for violence. All of those things add up. And I'm really hoping that Merrick Garland will pull his head out of wherever it is and do some freaking indictments or referrals or whatever it is. Jack Smith, get busy. You can't be president from prison. Mm -hmm. You can't. It's just not possible. Here's an item for about your favorite governor. He ran an op-ed about saving lives. <laughs> That's funny. That was in the Dallas paper on the same day that the editors chided him for pardoning a racist murderer. Oh, he hasn't done it yet. He, he has not done it. To. He says he's going to. But there is a huge outcry from all over the state mm -hmm. about this. What are you doing? The man hasn't. He is a cold-blooded murderer. He said he was going to do it, and then he did it. He got convicted for it, and then the governor said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to pardon this poor man. Poor man. The Texas Senate Ooh. has approved a bill that would ban diversity programs in public universities. Jesus Christ. County officials in McCurtain County, Oklahoma, were secretly recorded oh. while they lamented oh. not having lynchings anymore. Oh, was, oh. boy, was, was that sheriff. ugly or what? It was the sheriff and some others. And some of his people, and the sheriff went, oh, oops. So he resigned. Yeah, went home to do whatever after it is that he's going to do after everybody found out. They a, were all perfectly fine until somebody found out. A grand jury in Akron, Ohio, declined to indict eight police officers in the death of Jalen Walker, a 25-year-old black man who was shot dozens of times after a car chase last year. And 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was shot once in the head after knocking on the wrong door yeah. after being sent by his parents to retrieve his siblings from a friend's house. He went to the wrong door. And a cheerleader got in the wrong car and got shot. Uh, that was in Austin. That was a, that was a white kid. But... Uh, and that was in Austin. Let's get that. That was in Austin, right down the street. The family of Tyree Nichols, who was beaten to death by police, is suing Memphis for $550 million. Say goodbye, Gene. And on that bombshell, goodbye, Gene. Goodbye, Bonnie. <laughs>